Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confident Strong Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lima, mind body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number five of Confidence From Within. And I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And in today's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Kim Snyder, the creator of People Brain and a fellow podcaster. Kim and I discussed leadership and how lonely it can feel at the top. And we also discussed this new blend in between our right and our left brain and how that harmony of both sides really impact how we lead as women, but also how we tap into our inner confidence and our ability to ask for help when help is needed. Kim is an HR specialist and a real expert when it comes to hard conversations and people problems. And she brings the expertise combined with her softer and gentle side to bring you a new perspective on leadership, as well as ways to overflow your cup so that you have lots to give to yourself and the world. Hi, Kim, and it's such a pleasure to have you in Confidence From Within podcast. Welcome. Juliana, congratulations. This is a big, I'm celebrating you. I am so proud of you for starting this podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. It's my absolute pleasure. And I really, like, you're one of the first people that came into my mind when I knew I wanted to interview beautiful, powerful women to really show your story to others uh, in in a way that I I know you're going to be able to touch a lot of your lives. So I'm really excited to have you here. And I love the topic that we have today as well. So just to get us started and going, my first question that I like to ask is, in your own words, what does confidence mean to you? Confidence really, to me, is kind of comes from within comes from within our soul and it's how we show up but i also think about confidence as how we react and so the the image that comes to mind when i think about defining confidence i think about that little girl i loved swimming we didn't have a pool growing up but we when we got invited to someone's pool it was always a great big deal and so when you're little and you're in your swimsuit or whatever and you're swimming but they they invite you like would you like to you know, go to the deep end. Like that was always a really big deal. And it was the, the, um, the homeowners or the people who had invited you, like had to believe that, you know, you could swim. And so you had to kind of exude confidence, but it was also, you're also a little bit scared. And so like, I imagine myself like standing on the edge of the diving board, dripping wet. It's summer. I'm at somebody's pool. Like I'm, it's the best day of my life, but there I am on the edge of the diving board, standing there, water wings, and everyone's cheering me. And so that right there is confidence. Like I'm standing and they're all cheering me and I have to jump. And I know 
that I love it. I love the water. I'm going to love that everybody applauds and cheers for me. But that's confidence for me, standing on the edge of the diving board with that anticipation, but also a little bit afraid. That to me, when, when you say, what is it? Confidence. And I relate that through all my life. It's that standing on the edge of the diving board, pure bliss, pure happiness, excitement about what's to come. And it's that jump. I think that's confidence. Oh, Kim, that was so beautiful. I love the concept of being on the edge and jumping into the deep end. That truly, truly represents <laughs> my intention with this podcast and the work is really, you know, doing the deep work, being excited about it, and know that there's a, a bunch of people around you to support you and catch you if you don't feel you can swim that far. Yeah. And maybe even celebrating, okay, it was, you know, it was a nose dive or a belly flop, but celebrating that you did it, you took the chance, right? And so whether you're three and standing on the diving board or whether you're 18 or whether you're 40, right? Standing there thinking, I'm going to launch a podcast or there are going to be listeners and I'm going to do it. I think doing it, putting it out there, being authentic, being real, doing it because there's pure joy because it's what you always wanted because it serves. And the topic for today and the reason why I was so excited to have you join us today is really what I like to call this new form of leadership, right? And I think you are a beautiful embodiment of that mission. And one of the things from our previous conversations that uh, I've, I've heard you say more than once is because you, for your career, you've sat at the leadership table, you've worked a, amongst a lot of high performing women with real, in real positions of power that you know what, what it takes, you know what it feels like to be in, in a place that everybody counts on you with so much pressure on your back and having to perform at incredibly high levels, right? You've been there and you work with people in that place. And something that you say that is really special is that every now and then again, they call you because they need a 911 with you, right? They need some Kim time in their lives. So I need you to tell our audience, what does that mean? Like, what do they come to you for? And what do you help them get to? Yeah, you're right. I did. I worked in corporate for a long time and loved it. And it was very demanding, but also very fulfilling. I am an entrepreneur now and an HR consultant for women entrepreneurs, women in business. Yeah, I am surrounded by very smart, high achieving women that are doing amazing things in their career and in their personal life. But from time to time, yeah, I refer to it as a 911 call where you would be surprised at this confident, high power, doing it all, achieving like brilliant women are calling for 911. And I think that sometimes it's a lack of confidence that they've kind of lost their footing and they need a trusted resource. Like they need, they need a, a trusted phone call that they can pick up the phone and call 911 mm -hmm. and say, because it, it, it's lonely at the top, right? So at the top, you've got to present well, you've got to show confidence for the team. So when you think about COVID-19 and this global pandemic that we're in, you know, nobody really knew, well, how long, like we didn't know that this is this is August at this recording, but it started back in March, right? So we didn't know how long or who was going to be harmed or how fast. Like there were so many unknown, yet she had to like present with confidence 
she didn't have all the answers, but her team had this uncertainty and this sense of unsafety. So there was a need for, you know, kind of a a 911 call to say, A, you know, help me think through, you know, as as an HR leader, help me think through my team, my people, my response, my messaging, being sensitive to their team's, you know, worries and, and their own family issues that they were having, but also still running their business and achieving their goals in their team, like help me through that. And then there was another side of the 911 that was also, and by the way, my confidence has shaken. And we've heard through the uh, COVID and the pandemic, and maybe you've heard about it, that there's a lot of conversation about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. So yeah. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? That's that psychology triangle. And at the bottom is our physiological and our safety needs. And the theory is that Maslow would say if, if the physiological um, needs around you know getting good sleep or our sense of safety and security, um, income, things like that, if that's not met, then love and connection and, and the other layers, self-actualization, like fulfilling your dreams, they can't be met. And so often the 911 call was, can you help me as an HR leader with my team? Again, the messaging, but it was also a 911 that my confidence is shaken and it's lonely at the top and I need to bounce. I need, I need someone that I can bounce some ideas off that I can, you know, help me regain my footing and, and think about how to gain back my confidence so that I can approach life. And, and often whether it's in corporate or whether it's today as a, as an entrepreneur and HR leader, I say that I'm a safe, a safe zone and trusted advisor. So whether it's a phone call or like this, uh, a zoom call, it's a safe space. So if you need to lose your cool, and I think that you can do that in a 911 call, if you need to lose your cool, you know, say things that are inappropriate, swear, like, then I won't hold it against you, but you need to let the steam, like you need to blow your lid, you can blow your lid. And then that's kind of a safe space with me. And then, okay, now we've blown the lid. We've said all the swear words. Now what's our plan? How are we going to you know, face the team, address the issues, say the difficult conversations that we have to have. So that's, that's my 911 call usually. And then usually we leave with, with a plan, both again, for her and her team and her business or her career, and also for her personally. That's amazing, Kim. And that's really kind of ties into the next question that I was hoping to ask you. And I think that really embodies what I've been calling in this episode, this new former leadership that you bring to the table, right? Uh, So before I I go a little deeper, I wanted you to kind of like define a couple of concepts for us, because we often talk about the whole right and left brain. And the way that I like to see leadership is this sort of harmony of the two sides, right? So for our listeners that are not familiar with the concept of right brain, left brain, give us a little bit of a sort of rundown on it. Yeah. Just as a, as a bit of a tangent, Juliana, when I first started as an entrepreneur, I was um, Kim Snyder Consulting, you know, dot com. And, and my daughter at the time was 13. And she said to me, oh, mom, like Kim Snyder Consulting is so dry. Like, and so I'm so proud of People Brain as my brand because I really do think about, well, the psychology, the personal development, but I do think about the brain and how the brain works and how we can relate that to our teams and our responses. And so when you talk about left brain, right brain, left brain, I often imagine as cubicles, 
it's all the cubicles that people are sitting in and, and they're all doing their work. This one's working on Excel spreadsheets. This one's doing the you know, font sizes. This one's doing the report and they're all working in their cubicles. Left brain, typically people know as logical, mathematical, um, you know, very linear. And the, the right brain, I imagine to be like the Steve Jobs, like that's the visionary side. The right brain is the side of you that dreams and visions and you know, sets, the, sets the big picture. And so what I find is with teams, a lot of them are in their cubicles kind of working hard. And often when I'm speaking to leaders and usually starts with the leader needing to have a difficult conversation, whatever that is, performance management could be hiring or firing, but it's a difficult conversation. And what I find is all the people in the cubicles are just doing their thing. They're just working on their report or their share of the work. And I think they need to work on, or I think the leader needs to provide a vision. The leader needs to provide the inspiration, which is the right brain. Yeah, absolutely. I really relate to that concept. I, I would say, like, we hear a lot nowadays about you know, kind of leading from the heart, right? A lot more like heart-focused leadership and so on that I feel kind of really ties in with the whole right brain that's more emotional, that's more sensitive, more gentle, right? Which is still a strategy, don't get me wrong, right? Like that is a strategy that some of us utilize, whereas the more maybe forceful, analytical, logical left side of the brain, which is usually perceived more as the masculine, right? Side of things, whereas right brain perceived more as feminine. And even for myself and my, my history in corporate, I really embody the masculine side of things, right? I compensated for it by dressing in girly colors and all of that, but personality-wise, I took that form, right? To make those decisions and, you know, just be in that position of respect, but then you have this big lack of balance between the two sides, right? The caring, the nurturing, the raising the family, whatever that looks like for some women. And I feel the whole new leadership thing that we've been talking about is to balance both, right? To get both in harmony. Not saying that they have to be equal, but they have to be of equal proportion, <laughs> if that makes sense. In well, and I, I think about like during the pandemic where people are not in their work offices, they're at home. Typically, like on the left-hand side, there's the checklist, right? There, that people have to check off. And so we lost a lot of control. We couldn't see them in their cubicles. We couldn't do the checklist. And so there's this other right side. And again, like with, when we think about, you know, our, our hierarchy of needs, we as leaders, men and women, needed to think about the individual as a whole human being because he or she, their, their worker, their employee is now working from home, but their kids are at home. Right, so there needed to be more um, compassion, more more conversation, and even more conversation around, you know, how are you doing? Do you have a workspace? Like we had a conversation with young one young man. He was going to work from home, and he didn't have an office chair. He had like a, a camping chair, and so you know, can we loan you the office chair to to take home? And so that's. To me, that's a right brain conversation that we wouldn't normally say, you know, do you have an office? Do you have a desk? These were conversations where we were talking to them as human beings. How are you doing? How are you doing at home? Do you need a chair? Yeah, I think the new leadership is 
speaking to people. I like how you said fully with both sides of our brain. Like, yes, there's still a business. Yes, there are still goals to achieve and to object objectives to meet. But I also think there's this right side, which is the overall big picture where, again, I think of Steve Jobs kind of painting the picture, painting the image, like everyone's going to have music carrying around in their pocket. He didn't, he didn't really draw the picture of the iPod, but he talked about, you know, the vision of walking around with the music in your, in your ears, in your pocket. Yeah. Can we do that a little bit more interact with our people, you know, as real humans and just be more sensitive and, and considerate. And I think it's amplified a little bit more during pandemic and the examples you gave are like so true. And I find too that if you look at it from, you know, even the theme of the podcast, the confidence from within, right? And I know, I know a lot of our listeners are women in the leadership position of power, very busy, even if, you know, they're say stay-at-home moms with kids and, you know, taking care of the household, they're very busy women, right? That's usually <laughs> the people that listen to me. Uh, and I find that a lot of times there is a big lack of accepting the more gentle side of us as powerful, right? And the confidence that a lot of times comes from almost like a bit of an empty shell that we put out there to kind of fulfill more of this masculine left brain side because it's perceived as that's what a CEO looks like, right? Um, and I, I love what you do for those women that are in those positions of power when they call you, you give them the humanity back, right? Like you tell them that, no, you don't have to be perfect and nobody is, right? And I think that is, you know, slowly but surely, I think you're opening a lot of women's eyes, right? To um, getting those two sides of them in real harmony so that they can get to the true version, the congruent version of their most powerful version of themselves, which the mask is not required, that if they're at work and they have an emergency at home, that that's okay to say that's more important. I'll come back to the office when I can. You know, all those like choices, right? That we didn't feel we had the power to decide. And with COVID, because now we are working from home, you know, we are, you know, I see with women that I'm doing one-on-one -on -one work with, sometimes, you know, the little ones come in the middle of this huge Zoom meeting and they have to answer them or solve their little problems, right? And, and it's beautiful. And everybody's accepting of it now because of circumstances, but he put it a year ago and that would have been, oh, that's not professional, right? So, so cool. It is so interesting to, because we really have had a window into, well, like now, right? You're in my living room, like all, every single Zoom call that we've had, we've invited people literally into our space. Totally. And the one question that I have for you, Kim, that's maybe a little more deep is give us some insight because you like in your, in people brain and your business, you have the two sides, right? You have the HR corporate, very large brain side. And you also have you know, with your podcast, which is wonderful, and I really want you to tell our listeners about it, you have the 911 calls, like you're helping women on this more personal and more soft side. And, you know, you have those two sides in your own business. So tell me a little bit of the history and how are you, you know, are they working together? What are you doing to get them to become whole? Who that strategy brain of yours, Juliana. My story is that I did work in corporate um, when my husband, Paul, when Paul and I were first married, we, uh, we were both small town people and we moved to Toronto because at the time that's, that's what people did. They moved to Toronto 
and they established these big careers. And so we did that and we were go, go, go. And when our second baby was on his way, we started to kind of reevaluate and look around and wonder, was this the life that we wanted, which led us to Waterloo. So we settled, we came, brought these two um, kids and we came to Waterloo to settle. And I was still in corporate life and corporate life is busy, demanding, and it's not always nine to five. Then in 2016, my world was shook. In 2016 of January, my dad celebrated his 70th birthday. And after he celebrated his 70th birthday, he found out that he had cancer and that it was back. And it was very aggressive. One day we'll, we'll tell you the full story, but essentially he fought a good fight. It was a great big battle. And in November, he died. November of 2016. It's so interesting, right? How the universe kind of taps you on your shoulder, tells you to slow down. And so we left Toronto, we moved to Waterloo and, and then you're so busy again. And then the universe kind of taps you on the shoulder. And then with my dad being sick. And so Paul and I evaluated, you know, what was important to us in our lives, which led to me leaving corporate life and then becoming an entrepreneur. And my talent, my strengths, like my experiences, the best way for me to guide and serve others is, is with my HR expertise and sitting at those leadership tables and working with very senior people and offering them a safe space, a trusted advisor, counsel as, a, as an HR leader, thinking about their people and the culture that they're trying to generate, et cetera. And so that's what I've been doing as an entrepreneur. I've been working as an HR consultant, but my my craving, my, my inner desire, like my, my drive and my motivation to get up in the morning is as I'm working with these women. So typically I'm working with women in business. And what I'm finding is they don't, they need these 911 calls. So they don't always, they don't always have a safe space to have that 911 call to, to boost their confidence from within that they need as a leader. And so I'm, pivoting a little as a, as a business that I, I have this HR consulting, um, which I love and I work with teams and I love working with people and helping the leadership, but I'm also kind of like cultivating this new side of me, which is working with women who I'm finding one need a boost of confidence from time to time. They need that confidential call to say, am I on the right? What should I say? You know, what about me? But they're also, because they're so busy, because they're such high achievers, they're also not taking care of themselves. And I, my sense is maybe it's more amplified during the pandemic and COVID, but they're not doing the things that fill them up. They're not, whether it is, you know, taking time in the morning to just regroup and get your head on straight before your go, go, go with you know, the puppy and the, the kids and the coffee and everything else, or whether it's, um, you know, they've put their dreams or their aspirations, their achievements on hold because everybody else is demanding and pushing and pulling. And so I'm starting to build this side of my business too, where I'm working with women, individual women to think really about what's their plan, what is their core value like, what is it inside them that they still want to achieve, that they still have burning their passion inside them? And so that's a long story around how did I get to people brain as an HR entrepreneur, but I do have this other um, piece that's bubbling up and 
as you know, so I started this podcast called The Overflow, and it's around you know overflowing your cup, like fill up your cup so that you are overflowing with joy, with peace, um, with happiness, with your fulfilling your own passions and drives, so that now you're overflowing, you can fulfill others' needs and and their demands and show up, you know, as as you want to show up. So. And that's, that's wonderful. And we will definitely link the podcast below so yeah. that they can easily find you. And to close, I like to ask, like just to kind of leave us in this like beautiful vibe, if you can share with us either your favorite saying or quote, something that is inspiring to you. So I don't know who said this, but I have this business card on my desk that honestly I have had for years, Juliana, like Paul and I have been married 20 years. So it's 20 years older, but it says on this business card I, in my handwriting, fulfill your dreams so you can make room for new ones. Oh, I love it. it. It has been a guiding principle of mine. It has been a guiding principle for mine. I would say in my life, it has that business card with that handwriting it's just on the back of, I don't know whose business card, but it's been on my desk for decades. And it's so true, right? Fulfill your dreams, stand on the diving board, jump, do it. And then get out and do it again. Get those water wings on, you're dripping wet. It's the best day of your life. Do it again, or do the next big, do the next big diving board. Yeah, make room. And I really love to see you as the, the person there for the women jumping in the deep end to hold their hands or get them out of the pool if that's what they need, right? Mm -hmm. So for the women that are ready, Kim, to they need you either for people bringing to work in the culture of their business or for the number one calls, what are the best places for people to find you? Yeah, you can. So you can find me at peoplebrain.ca and also join our conversation on the Overflow podcast. That would be really great. We have a Facebook group as well around the Overflow. So you can find me at peoplebrain on Facebook slash the overflow and I can send you that link. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having this conversation. And I'm so excited about your podcast. Aww, Let's you. tell the world. Let's tell the world, Juliana. I love it. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy, and until next time.